Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in, grab a good pad, good pen, as well as a good friend, and welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic healer, and author, with your co-host, my son, young astrology enthusiast, Saya. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? How are you all feeling today? I hope you all are doing very well. Um, first and foremost, I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in today with me and my mother as we discuss various topics, you know, um, relating to astrology and numerology and pop and all of that good stuff. So hope you guys have a good time while you're listening. Awesome. So together we host the Evolution Now podcast. So Evolution Now uh, podcast, we're going to focus on relating the use of astrology, numerology, and other occult-related practices to everyday practical life experiences. So here we will talk about astrology, uh, you know, numerology, social events that's going on in the news, and we're also going to have weekly guest interviews and answer questions from our listeners, you all. Um, so if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic-related question or comment that you want answered or shared, send your questions or comments to us at evolutionnow at gmail.com. Okay. Include your name as well. And it just might make the upcoming shows. All right. So for all of my astrology, numerology, occult enthusiasts, and outside of the box thinkers, be ready so you don't have to get ready. All right. For an evolution now podcast kind of summer. Okay. So this is just the beginning. So hold on guys to your seats and get ready for the ride. Now, speaking of beginnings, today marks the beginning of the summer solstice and cancer season has certainly begun. All right. Sai, do you know any cancers? Um, do I know any cancers personally? Let me think. I think the only one that we, well, that I know of personally is Judith, you know, Liam's mother. Liam is my childhood friend. Um, I think another cancer that I know from online, uh, he's uh, he's a streamer, and you know I moderate the chat for him. He's a nice guy, very warm-hearted. Uh, so he has trouble sometimes disciplining the chat when it gets out of hand. <laughs> if you guys know what I mean. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's the only two cancers that I know. Yeah, that are in my life. sounds good. When you talk about um, you know, um, Judith and things of that nature. Mm. Um, Liam's mom, yeah, we've got that tender, that loving and caring energy. That's what I think of when I do think about, you know, Judith, that cancer energy and cardinal energy. So when, you know, uh, I think about cancer also too, I have a couple of friends that are cancers, very close to cancers. Cancers are water signs and uh, they are cardinal signs as well. So we've got cardinal water sign energy. Cardinal is like that leadership energy there. Um, and cancer is also feminine and receptive in nature. Mm. It is one of the three water element signs, all right, along with Scorpio and Pisces, for those of you out there. Uh, cancer is definitely governed by the moon, mother moon, and is opposite Capricorn. Capricorn is an earth sign, all right? And so the moon place in the sign of Capricorn is in its detriment. And the moon in Taurus is exalted. Uh, and the moon in Scorpio is in its fall. All right. So these are some things that I want you guys to kind of know about uh, cancer energy. Cancer governs over the stomach and bladder, the uterus, as well as the female breasts. All right. And the female reproductive system as well as the brain. Did you know that it cancer governed over the brain? No, I didn't. No, I didn't actually. Yeah, I know some people probably didn't, but it, it governs over the receptive mind of the brain, right? And so when I think about cancer, we talk about stomach issues. There might be some cancers out there that may have some stomach issues and things of that nature, all right? And that may very well be due to the fact that you guys govern over that particular part of the body. So the moon, um, which is the planet that governs over cancer, um, 
also governs over fluids in the body as well. So it's the mucosal membrane in the body, which are the fluids that protects the organs within the body, which is very interesting. And it's interesting because when we talk about these fluids in the mucosal membrane um, and relating that to protecting uh, particular organs within the body, when we think about that, we should think about cancer because cancer is protective, right? Mm, right, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure Judith was protective over Liam, well, right? Yeah, definitely. She, <laughs> she still is. Yeah. She still is. You know, so that protective energy um, is cancer. It's, it's that mother energy. It's very nurturing, caring, you know, gives his love to his friends and family and can be pretty protective. So during cancer season, uh, you guys, you may want to keep an eye on these organs, right? Um, and internal functions of the body during cancer season. So just, you know, take some time out to, you know, uh, be mindful of your stomach, right? What's going on with your bladder, your uterus for our women out there, our feminine energy, right? Uh, the breast area, okay? As well as the reproductive system a bit, all right? Um, and, you know, make sure that, you know, things are going well with your your mindset, all right? So uh, those are definitely areas you certainly want to, you know, look after during cancer season and even beyond, but especially during cancer season, especially my cancers out there, all right? Uh, so you certainly want to do that. Cancer is an emotional sign, as we just talked about it being very protective, okay? Cancer is an emotional sign um, that governs over the fourth house in astrology, right? It governs over the fourth house of home, family, early childhood conditioning, right? Ancestral roots, mm. yeah, you know, our family roots, right? Tracing those things back, um, domestic affairs, real estate, Cancer governs over that, that fourth house energy, property and savings, right? Savings in your savings accounts, uh, lands, mines, farms, and things of that nature. And in mundane astrology, cancer rules the nation's land resources. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. No. It governs over the nation's lands, resources, uh, forms, farms, homes, uh, mines, mountains, and lakes, all right? So um, we may want to keep an eye out on what will develop within these various things across the nation during cancer season, okay? Um, so this is a time to turn our attention, everybody, towards our home, our family, uh, some of our early childhood uh, conditioning, um, our ancestral roots, maybe go back and do some ancestral.com or something like that. Or, you know, go to your parents and ask them some questions about your, your family lineage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I agree. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What questions you going to ask me, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess I have to be ready so I don't have to get ready for these questions. Okay. Um, real estate, you know, turn our attention towards real estate. If some of you own homes or you own real estate property, you might certainly want to, you know, look into those affairs during cancer season. Make sure you dot all your I's and cross all your T's when it comes to your real estate and your property, um, as well as your savings, right? Uh, your financial savings, that's going to be very important. We're going to get into that, um, as well. Um, if you own any land or if you have any land resources or, you know, if, if your family owns land, this is a good time during cancer season to certainly check into that um, and make sure that you, again, dot all your I's and cross your T's as it pertains to any land that your family may own or that you may own or that you may be looking into purchasing. Hmm. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, as well as the land that we are that we've been stewarded over right that we've been given the opportunity to take care of and that is this earth yeah. you know yeah we've got to you know definitely take care of the earth what is that saying the earth is our mother she will take care of us yes absolutely always <laughs> always we always take for granted as to you know how important earth really is for us we don't even realize how much we depend on it and uh, it acts for nothing in return and we always take 
take advantage of that. So it's very good that we give back to the earth the same energy that it gives back to us, you know, that same nurturing energy. You know, it's only fair. It's only fair. I know that's right. Daughter Earth is like, listen, so here we call Earth Daughter Earth, all right, um, and Mother Moon. So, you know, Daughter Earth is like, listen, you know, you take care of me, I'll be able to take care of you guys. So this is also a time to certainly do that during this season. And it is the summer solstice, so people are going to probably be out more, out and about. So while you guys are out enjoying the sun and the vitamin D3, mm-hmm. um, you know, make sure that, you know, we try to take care of the earth a little bit better so that she can certainly take care of us as well. All right. Um, now, moving into some numerology, um, cancer and the moon's energy vibrates to the numerical energy of the number two. Mm. Yeah, the number two. And why the number two? Oh, because the number two uh, is about cooperation. Mm. Yeah, it's about cooperation, diplomacy, uh, being tactful, supportive, right? I know the cancers that I know, they are supportive. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, advisory type of energy where they want to advise you and give you some assistance, right, with information. Um, the number two is associated with being gentle, understanding, mm-hmm. sensitive, mm-hmm. right? They have mediators, okay? Um, very considerate. And they can be persuasive. And what I think people don't realize is that with the number two, that energy or the essence of the number two numerically is also persistence. Mm. Yeah. Um, I can see that uh, in a sense because when you are cooperative and you're working with other people, right. you want to be persistent. You're, you know, you're persistent in wanting to work with them and bringing in that energy of unity and right. community and working together. I agree. You know? And so that's what cancer is definitely about unity working together and all of these characteristics you can certainly find in a cancer right cancer sun cancer moon cancer rising right Mm -hmm. you can certainly find that um these characteristics in people who have those placements um you will also find that if right that if you are born on the second of the month the 11th of the month, the 20th of the month or the 29th of the month, you are a two personality person Mm. because those numbers, when you add them up, they equal the number two. All right. And you will find that you possess a great sense of unity, cooperation and diplomacy. And you will, you know, very well, more than likely uh, get along with cancers. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that two energy vibrates to the moon, right? right? And the moon is definitely the planet that governs over or the energy that governs over cancer. And so a two personality person would certainly get along with cancer energy because they like, you know, like knows like, like I know that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's familiar. Yeah, it's familiar. Yeah, I know that energy. I know that personality. I can get along with them. So if you are two personality, you are easily compatible with the numbers uh, four, six, and eight. People who are born on the days of the month, that equals four, six, and eight. And other two personalities, um, as well as astrologically, you could certainly get along with and or attract other cancers since it's cancer season. And you can also attract Tauruses and Libras as well, all right? Um, Very good to know. Yeah, Taurus is governed over the second house, Mm. right? And so the number two in the second house, you know, they have some things in common, right? Um, Libra is partnerships. The number two wants to work together with people and collaborate. So that's where you certainly get, um, you know, your attractions, you know, from Mm. and commonalities. Right. So are you a two personality out there? If you are, this season, you will certainly, you know, enjoy it. The season of cancer. All right. Um, the shadow side of the number two, because uh, we can't have the sweet and not give the bitter. Right. Right? Yeah. Of course. Because <laughs> we live in the realm of duality. So the number two can also be petty. There's some moodiness there. Um, and we talk about moodiness, the moon does fluctuate, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it affects the tides of the waters, you know, the oceans and things of that nature. So 
you know, the tides can go up or the tides can go down. And when the tides are up, it's up. And when the tides are down, it's down. And that's that moodiness. And so, you know, the number two can be moody like cancer. Come on, cancers. You guys, I'm sure you know, you can be moody at times. (laughs) You know, there's some shyness, some insecurity that happens there. Um, a changeability and some deceptiveness when it comes to the number two. And you may even see that even in cancers too. Some of them might be shy. You know, um, I've heard that people would say there are times when they know some cancers who are insecure Mm. um, at times and things of that nature. So yeah, you know, those are some things there that we can certainly uh, look into as a two personality person, as well as a cancer sign um, person, cancer sun um, energy there or even moon mm-hmm. right yeah yeah sounds good all right now um just be aware of the deceptiveness that could also p- come into play too all right now let's talk about some news Sai. let's talk about some news speaking of deceptiveness and the energy of the number two as well as cancer season mm-hmm. um we may have been deceived when it comes to what is happening within the housing market Hmm. Yeah, you know, there might be some deception there. We don't know. Well, let's take a look and see what's going on. Um, according to uh, the media and, and some of the news outlets that I have taken an opportunity to look at, mm-hmm. um, the economy um, is definitely uh, going to be hitting the housing market. And, you know, the housing market is going to get bigger as it pertains to um, interest rates. Mm. So the interest rates on mortgages may certainly go up, right? right? Um, Because the Fed is certainly increasing um, and they're going to be implementing rate hikes. Hmm. Rate hikes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rate hikes. So rate hikes is when... Um, interest rate hikes, I should say. Mm-hmm. So when you have interest rate hikes, that means that uh, the interest rates on, uh, you know, mortgages, loans, and things of that nature are going to increase. And they've already begun increasing, um, you know, interest rate hikes on specific things. And so uh, it might reach 6% for mortgage mortgage rates. Wow. So you take out a mortgage, you get a loan, right? Um, and, you know, you don't just pay the principal back. You also have to pay the interest on that loan that you've taken out. Mm. So that interest can certainly increase. Right. And that's what we're looking at right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Mm-mm-mm. And according to some experts, uh, the housing market over the summer could possibly be heading back to uh, you know, um, some type of normalcy, they say. Interesting. Right, yeah, and some type of stability, some some more stable pricing. But right now, what's happening is there is a um, an inventory of housing, an inventory of homes, right? Right. But the demand isn't quite there for the inventory of homes that they have because of the increase in interest rate hikes. That means that whoever's trying to buy a home now, they're going to have to pay more for it. Hmm. Wow. And so when you have a lot of inventory and you have, you know, um, increase in, you know, rate hikes, um, that means more money than usual that you would pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Have to spend and pay for a home. And, uh, right now, you know, people may not necessarily have it. Some people may, but some people may not have it to spend on a home. So that means that there's a lot of inventory out there. I mean, a lot of homes, but there might not be as many buyers, right. Right. Uh, to meet that need of how many homes that are out there. All right. So, you know, um, with higher interest rates, they may have the potential to certainly slow down the market, um, especially when there is um, certainly a shortage of homes or inventory at some point. 
right? Mm-hmm. I really feel like now there's a lot of homes out there, um, but buyers can't get to them because it's costly. Yeah, it's costly. Yeah. It's financial struggle right now. Yeah, it's costly. So, um, you know, once there is more of a slowdown um, with the market, um, you know, maybe there will see more of a shortage, you know, of homes or inventory because then people will be able to buy more. Yeah, be able to afford it. Yeah, yeah. So there might be a slowdown. We'll see. Um, And in this season of cancer, which governs over the fourth house of home, domestic affairs, um, affairs of property, real estate, land, as I stated before, right, Um, and farming, we will see some significant changes within these industries, right? Mm-hmm. When we talk about home prices and things like that, are you thinking about buying a home at some point? No, not anytime soon. I, I'm, I'm honestly, as long as the place is comfortable, you know, it doesn't have to be a home or mansion or uh, anything fancy. As long as it's a comfortable place to live in, like even in an apartment, I would settle for that. I'll be comfortable with that, you know, just, just that, yeah. Yeah, they say rent is also going up, too, when you talk about apartments, right? Oh, yeah, right? yeah, of course. <laughs> so, you know, with this inflation, there are a lot of things that are going to be um, going going up um, in prices. I can only imagine what it's like now in New York. Well, you know, New York and California can be pretty costly. Absolutely. You know, can be pretty costly. But, you know, you got to, you know, love it. I mean, you you know, you're paying for the 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 wow yeah fact of New York and in California in my perspective yeah I agree right the wow factor you know those are the places to be <laughs> if you want to make it right so you know so um we will see some significant changes within these industries you know whether it's housing uh you know our savings. Um, our domestic affairs and homes and property, right, right. Um, and things of that nature, as well as farming. So if you are a homeowner or are looking into purchasing a home um, around this time, be sure that you are making sound, conscious, and wise decisions financially, especially during this uh, cancer season, right, and during the summer season. So if you own a home, you know, definitely make sure that, you know, you cross your eyes and I mean, not cross your eyes, you dot your eyes and you cross all your T's <laughs> so that you can, um, you know, make sure that everything is um, in place and where they need to be, especially if you own real estate um, and as not just as a homeowner, but as an investor mm. and you use homes as a way of, you know, um, creating revenue for yourself and your family. Um, all right, because we are certainly going to see some changes. As I said, you know, some people feel like things are going to work out and that the housing market will stabilize. And then you have others who are saying, nope, not yet. Um, that may not happen this summer. It may happen, you know, towards the fall or later on mm-hmm. or years to come. So keep an eye out on that for everybody out there. All right, because we don't want you, we want you to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to do that. Now, um, you talked about possibly getting an apartment or something like that at some point. Do you think you'll see yourself doing that now? You are of age, young sire. Yes, I am. And, you know, it's still in the – I'm still planning to, you know, do that, you know, once I get financially stable, as many, uh, you know, people in my generation are still trying to figure out for themselves. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. do you think you would get a roommate or you would be, you're, you're like, you know, I'm the lone guy. By well, myself. if a roommate is the only option, then, you know, I'd have to put up with it. I'm, I'm a person that likes, you know, to be uh, in my own space, like my own privacy. Um, but if, like I said before, if that's the only option to have a roommate, then I would, you know, I would have to put up with it. You know, a roommate can bring you a little bit more cash, help you pay for that, uh, pay for that rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right you about it. I mean? You're right about it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll have to see. You know, hopefully your generation. And when you say your generation, what's your generation? Uh, generation Z. Yeah. Gen Z. Gen Z. In the place to be. Yes. Yeah. 
We got a little interesting generation, Gen Z. Oh, yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Yes, indeed. So all my Gen Zers, if you're out there and you're listening to us, you know, definitely let us know what you think about, you know, what's going on now as it pertains to housing and, you know, renting. Are you thinking about going out and, and, and going on your own now? Or you think you want to wait a minute, you know, wait a little while for that and things of that nature. All right. Um, and parents of our Gen Zers, let us know what you're thinking as well. All right. Um, you can send your comments um, and or your questions to um, Evolution Now. Let's get the email going. Let's get the email going. You can send your questions to where are we? Oh, evolution now at gmail.com. All right. So you can send your comments or your questions to evolution now at gmail.com. Make sure that you um, include your name so that we can um, state your name along with your comment and your questions. Now, astrologically and numerically, the energies are showing that there will be more people possibly moving back in with their family members mm. just to consolidate and save on finances. Mm. Right. Yeah. Do you think that would be a, a favorable mm. move? So say you were out, right? You right. were already out and you have your own place. Right. Things happen where it didn't work out and you like, well, I think I need to move back in with mom and pop. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, if it would happen to me, you know, I, no, I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. I would feel a type of way about it, you know, because I, it would feel like my independence would, uh, have been altered, you know, uh, maybe even taken away a little bit. And I know some people who have told me that they've had to do exactly that, you know, move, move back in with their parents after, you know, living by themselves in an apartment or living with even roommates. Um, as their finances are not becoming as stable as they intended to be moving forward and, mm -hmm. you know, doing whatever they're doing. So, um, and, you know, it's, it's hard for them to accept that and figure out ways to, and figure out ways to, you know, um, get back where they were before. So, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, and this is this is the year for it because we're in a six universal year, everybody. 2022 numerically is a six universal year. And when we talk about the number six, that governs Venus. That's Venus energy. And, you know, it's a year of responsibility, relationships, family life, domestic affairs, and duty. And when we talk about, you know, uh, family life and, you know, your family members possibly needing to move back in, to consolidate and save on finances, this would certainly be the year that that would take place and happen. Um, this is definitely a year where people might be leaving the home or people might be returning back into the home. So what I mean by leaving the home, meaning like they might be graduating um, and going to college, right? Um, in the fall or whatever the case may be, or if they're of a certain age and they have the finances, they might be like, hey mom, hey dad, um, or grandma, whoever is their guardian is, I'm ready to go out on my own and move out, mm -hmm. right? And things of that nature. So you may have people leaving your home during this year, uh, and you may have people returning back to the home, mm -hmm. all right? Um, as Saya just stated, you know, he knows some people, some young people who uh, had to move back in with their parents. They might not have been happy about it, but they had to do it. And, uh, you know, I can't speak for all parents, but um, I know I'm a parent, um, and I'm sure, you know, his dad will certainly be like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Mm. You can come back in, young Fasaya. You can come <laughs> back in. You can come back home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, we need to be there for our youth. You know, we need to be there for our kids as much as possible. And speaking of savings and being there for our kids, cancer, ain't that very cancer-like? It be there for my baby. <laughs> You know, be there for my son or my daughter, you know, or, you know, whatever family member, brother, sister, um, whoever may need your assistance. So uh, cancer also governs over um, affairs dealing with savings. So everybody, this is, you know, a good time to certainly look at your savings and try to save wherever possible. Right. Especially due to the fact that we have grocery prices that has risen to 11.9 percent. 
So this is inflation that we're talking about, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, since last year, okay, there has been, you know, an 11.9% rise in inflation, mm. you know, as it pertains to, uh, you know, grocery prices, you know, and apparently we may be living with this inflation for a while, okay? So, you know, take stock of that and, and you know, look into your savings. Right. Make sure that, uh, you know, you are being a good steward of your finances mm-hmm. during this cancer season, all right? Um, and it seems like the personal savings rate in America might be uh, at a low level, you know, mm. because people are spending. Yeah. And, you know, um, as far as the job market is concerned, they're saying that it's good. No, you know, that's what they're saying. You know, I'm not sure, but they're saying that it's good, you know, that the job market is flourishing. Um, but from what I understand, we have people who are leaving their jobs. It's called the great, uh, what is the great, um, the great uh, recession, not the great recession, the great uh migration i think it is um where people are just leaving their jobs and just you know walking off not just walking off but they're like you know i feel like this might not be for me yeah you know and some of them don't even have anything planned you know as a plan b you know uh to uh focus more on for the for finances you know in uh in place of leaving their job and not getting checks from it so, yeah. So we'll have to certainly see, you know, how this all plays out. Um, and they also say that there might be um, a great recession that might be uh, certainly uh, on the horizon as well. And I know, guys, it's a lot of information. It's not so happy, happy, joy, joy, but we do have to take the bitter with the sweet. And I will say this. If you be ready, you won't have to get ready. It's not about being scared. It's about being prepared. But this is what's out in, uh, you know, in the news right now, what's going on right now. There's a lot going on right now. And the reason being for us, as we look at things from an astrological standpoint, the planet of Uranus is transiting through the sign of Taurus. And this brings about some swift and sudden and abrupt change within our financial structures. Mm-hmm. Right. When we talk about savings, it brings some swift and sudden and abrupt changes within our agriculture. All right. And food and farming. And speaking of farming, it seems like families are turning to farming to survive. Right. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. People are starting to farm now. They're Where'd starting you, to farm. You get it from like a source or. Um, or? Yeah. You know, there's some uh, articles out there. Um, um, uh that um, I had an opportunity to look into, um, you know, to find out this information. So it's definitely out there um, that families are turning to uh, start farming again mm-hmm. in order to uh, definitely survive. You know, with food prices going up, um, there is a global wheat crisis and things of that nature going on. And I also heard there's a global meat crisis yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. Now I know. I know for all you meat eaters out there, you that's not you know enjoyable news or pleasant news to hear for you. I I, I hear that. I feel that. Plant based. Plant based. Yeah, that's the way. Going plant based. Well, you know what? Listen. Um, if you like it, I love it. You know, if that's your thing, do it. If you can figure it out, figure it out. How you're gonna make it? You know, make that happen. Yeah. With purchasing. Um, you know, uh, meat nowadays, right? Um, but that's something to think about. You know, as a matter of fact, speaking of meat, there are people who are buying chickens, you know, and, you know, at, keep them home. Mm. Yeah, you know, people are buying chickens. If you have the land, speaking of cancer season, right? right. Cancer and, and mundane astrology um, governs over land resources. So people are looking into buying land so that they can have you know, chicken. cattle and yeah. chicken and chickens and things of that nature, you know? So, you know, I know that there there have been people who have been talking about buying land, purchasing land, mm-hmm. um, not only for growing their own food, but also for them being able to have livestock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, you know, for meat. 
And all that takes a lot of patience, man. It takes a lot of patience. And the question really is, do we have the patience to really go through with that process, you know? And will we be able to remain consistent with doing that if that's what we really want to want to do? Yeah, you're right. You're right about it. It does take a lot of patience, a lot of time and effort. Um, But you got to ask yourself, will I put in the effort and the time and the work or am I going to starve? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, not, you know, uh, I know that's a little drastic on both ends of the spectrum. But see, this is where community comes in at. And this is where cancer season comes in at. Mm. Right. If you're not able to to, uh, you know, purchase your own livestock, have your own chickens or have your own land. Right. This is where having a community comes in that because there may be somebody that you know right. whether it's a family member and or a friend that can assist you in that regard yeah right or that might specialize in what you're trying to you know do yeah yeah you know whether it's grow food or whether it's having livestock i mean look the price of eggs mm. you know the way that people you know start talking about how inflation is going up and for what i understand it is going to be around for a little while so you know get with you know uh, a community get with people that you know you know start talking about these things have these conversations especially in cancer season this is a time for family and home domestic affairs coming together Mm. you know working as a community hey let's think about that two energy Right. Who do you know that knows how to farm or knows how to grow food or, you know, has land? Yeah. You know, you may not have land in your family. And then again, maybe you do. What will you do with that land? Right. Yeah. This is the season to start thinking about those things. Get in contact with family members and find out where's the land. Mm -hmm. Does somebody leave land for us? What's going on? Right. You know, and start working with that land. Right. So this is all under cancer, cancer energy, everybody. This is all under cancer energy. So we're just giving you a little backdrop, a little things that you could do during this season, um, especially with the fact that it's getting warm. You know, this is definitely a time where people can get out and get and get about. And, you know, you may live in one part of, of you know, one state and the land that is being uh, inherited to you by family might be in another state, but. You know, with it being summer solstice and cancer being in the summer season, you're able to take advantage of this type of weather so you can go and travel and see about that land or mm. even home that might have been left to you or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And speaking of weather, weather patterns and geographical patterns can also be affected by Uranus in the sign of Taurus. So I just want you guys to be aware of that. So one minute, it might be hot as Hades. The next minute, it may be as cold as the South Pole. Yeah. You know? Or Antarctica or something like that. Yeah. You know, cancer, they do say cancer is moody. So now this weather might be a little moody. All right? So, you know, just be aware of that during this cancer season. Okay? But take advantage of the weather um, as you see fit and as much as you can. Now, Uranus being in the sign of Taurus not only affects financial structures, our food and agriculture, as well as weather patterns right. and things of that nature, but it also affects our values. What we used to value as society may, is going to certainly change. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How yeah. do you feel about that? Uh, you know, I, I agree. I agree with it. And I think it's not just more so of the fact of accepting it, but it's like you have to be able to be open-minded enough to uh, think of new ways of uh, solving the issues that you are currently facing, Uh, especially when it comes to, you know, the economy and what it's, what you benefit from, from the economy. And I know for my generation, especially, we have an issue with being open-minded to new methods that are not quick (laughs) that are not quick that are not right then and there that are not instantaneous um you know because we grew up in a time where things were instantaneous we we grew up around technology that's all that we uh really surrounded ourselves with 
and um, you know we just have to we have to deprogram have to deprogram that way of thinking and start to realize that uh, we need to take a slower approach to you know the issues to solving the issues that uh, we want to fix and uh, I'm still practicing it always 24/7 because I you know grew up in the same generation and um yeah yeah that's i would say that's that's how i feel about it yeah. you said deprogramming and you talk about deprogramming and we talk about values right so it's like what do you value you know what is your generation okay so what is your generation value well i can say right now one thing that we value is uh money <laughs> it's it's money um and we try to attain it in fast ways uh i know one thing we try to do is through stocks uh, which can be dangerous if you're not well informed as to what how stocks works and what it's really about um i know another one is streaming or uh, going on youtube you know becoming a content creator and we expect such fast results from it uh, by you know gain gaining attention from those who have a higher platform uh, so we can get that boost but then even after we get that boost from that higher platform uh, not all of us know how to really grow off of that boost that we receive from that higher platform and then we are left stuck and it doesn't ultimately doesn't end well so yeah <laughs> he said ultimately it doesn't it end, end well <laughs> yeah most of the time most of the time not all of the time right yeah. so when you value something like money right um you know this is not just your generation i think that you know um even my generation right um gen gen x you know um as well as you know, society on a whole does value money a great deal, right? Mm. Uh, but with what we're seeing today with this shift, um, I, I have a strong feeling that we're going to see money isn't everything and we're going to have to shift, you know, uh, our values right. around, you know, um, money, you know, being you know, at the top of our list when it comes to values as a society and material things, yeah. right? Uh, shift those things around and start thinking of the things that um, are more intrinsic, mm -hmm. you know, um, our skill sets, you know, who we are as individual beings mm -hmm. and who we can be as a collective, right? So that we can create... Um, something new so it's about reprogramming like you said yeah you know reprogramming um our mindset around what matters most yeah right um and how to get it yeah you know what matters most and how to acquire what matters most to us and so hopefully during this cancer season family friends um domestic affairs and what we are doing for our families would certainly be of value to us. Are we, you know, preparing our families um, to be able to uh, face what may come as it pertains to inflation, right. you know, um, as it pertains to um, increased rate hikes and things of the nature, gas right. going up, you yeah. know, gas prices. But are we preparing, you know, our families and our homes to be in a good position, you know, a favorable position to benefit through what uh, is, is, is happening, you know, in our world? Yeah. So, and I believe that the last time that Uranus transited through the sign of Taurus in, in the U.S., uh, the U.S. was experiencing World War II yeah. and the Great Depression. Did they have technology? Were they, oh, you no. know? No, you know, no, were they no. streaming no. during that time? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? You know, when, when things are happening, we begin to start to really see what really matters, you know? Yeah. Um, and so this is a time now 
um, for us to start looking at what really matters. It's not necessarily the money, right? And I'm not saying that money isn't isn't of importance because you still do have to pay your bills and all that good jazz. Um, but, you know, what creates the finances? What creates the money? Right. You do. Your mindset, your, 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 your skill set, yeah. you know, creates that, right? Who you know helps out as well, right? Mm-hmm. We might even go back to bartering at some point. I don't know. Mm. Right? Yeah. We just might. So, um, because they're saying that also, too, we're heading towards a great recession. So get your skill sets up. I've been saying this before. Get your skill sets up. It's always good during times like this to, number one, make sure that you save for emergencies. Make sure that you have some form of savings, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, manage your money well. Look at what you are, you know, definitely spending your finances on. Number three, have more than one skill set under your belt. You know, that's that's important. You know, make sure you have, you know, some skill sets under your belt, you know. So honestly, I would prefer bartering over money. Really? Yeah. Okay, young sire. Yeah, I would. (laughs) You know, because it challenges you, you know, other than to not just rely on some currency to get you what you want you know it challenges you to strengthen your skill sets and strengthen what you know that you can offer to someone else uh, that'll undoubtedly be beneficial for them and uh, yeah I, I feel like that's exactly what my generation would need uh, now is to be challenged uh, you know that uh, quote that I told you about it it went how to go again it went hard times create strong men and strong men create easy times easy times create weak men and weak men create hard times and that cycle continues now with the weak men which would i guess be associated with this with my current generation uh, because we focus so much on instantaneous gratification, quick ways to make uh, money and uh, quick solutions. Um, and we don't strive to really push ourselves to, you know, be open to more more ways. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, with, with, with that being said, I'm sure Uranus is certainly testing uh, these weak men, <laughs> yeah, you know, who's is gonna weed out who's the weak ones and who's not, you know. Um, so this is a time where we definitely um, have to start, you know, building our muscles, right? Yeah, getting our 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 strength up as it pertains to um, our mental strength, our physical strength, right? Our psychological strength, emotional strength. Because that's what it's going to take. You know, Uranus is, is definitely coming to make change. And, you know, it wants to see how are you going to make it through to a new way of doing things. Absolutely. You know, a new way of, 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 of doing things that may certainly liberate us from, you know, what we were used to. And so um, it's going to be quite interesting, Saya. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. I agree. You agree? Definitely. All right. We're going to see. You know what I always say? You want to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Okay? So we're going to uh, definitely uh, take a look and see how this is all going to turn out. All right? Um, and now that we've talked about what's in the news, let's pick this thing up a little bit. Let's pick this thing up a little bit. What's going on in pop culture? Uh, no. Hmm. What's going on in pop culture? Uh I know there's this one artist, uh formerly known as Filthy Frank. Uh, he now is go he now professionally goes by uh the uh the name Joji. Uh he went from a transformation. He went he, he transformed. You know, he 
was known as Filthy Frank did these comedic YouTube uh, skits and videos that sometimes were controversial, but it was all a part of the character that he portrayed to the public. And time went on, and he decided, you know, I want to pursue music. But he wasn't completely sure as how his fan base would take it, but he still had the courage to go on with it. Mm-hmm. And now he's... He's popular. He's popular as a music artist. All right. So did he just do this this year? Is he just now coming out? Are people? What's the buzz about him like? Uh, he's been in he's been in the music industry for like three, two or three years, I think. And uh, in that time span, he's gained a lot of attention for his uh, emotionally appealing uh, music. You know, it's music that he creates. It makes you feel. You know. All right, you say it makes you feel, so he sounds like a cancer. No, he's not a cancer? No, no, he's, he's actually a Virgo. Oh, he's a Virgo. Yes. Okay. All right, so we've got a, 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 a Georgie? Joji. Oh, Joji. Yeah. So for all my uh, parents out there, you know, your kids might be listening to Joji, all right? So, you know, ask them a little bit about Joji, okay, possibly. Or they might bring Joji up, but he's uh, doing something doing some new stuff this year or what's going on with them yeah yeah i heard he has an upcoming album actually okay upcoming album now let me just tell you guys saya is you know into asian culture a great deal yes i am yeah and so joji is um an r&b yeah, R&B and soul singer. Soul singer, yeah. but he's of Asian descent, yes? Right, yeah. Okay. He was born in Osaka, Japan. All right. So, you know, that's something new. We're going to take it over the water, take it over overseas, okay, with the music. Mm. So, uh, you know, shout out to Joji. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts out to him. All right. If he's doing good, let me see. He's what? You said he's a Virgo? Yeah. And he's when is his birthday? Uh, September 18th, 1992. Okay. So Virgos are pretty perfectionist. So he does he seem to be a perfectionist to you? Yes. Okay. All right. He also seems to be a person that is, if he's born in the 18th, he definitely seems to be a person that is um, universal. Yeah. You know, worldly type of person. Yes, People he is. People from all, type, all walks of life might certainly gravitate towards him. Absolutely. Yeah. So that sounds like a plan. That sounds good. All right, Joji. No, bigging them up now over here in the United States. I think Drake dropped an album. Yeah, it was uh, called Honestly Nevermind. Mm. And um, the reception that he got from the album, I uh, wasn't all too good. <laughs> it wasn't all too good. And uh, I listened to it myself and uh, I can definitely see why. Oh, that come on, just say it. Like, was it, was it like really? Uh, yeah, it was. I didn't listen to it, so. Yeah, I mean, like, compared to his recent, you know, albums, uh, this one is it, definitely got to be one of his worst, you know. Um, yeah, I heard that he had some words for people, too. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, felt like this wasn't his best. Yeah, no, it wasn't. You know, Drake is a Scorpio. He's October 24th, yeah. 1986, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... Scorpios go through transformation a lot, you know. Mm. Um, they go, you know, go through death and rebirth, like dying of oneself, rebirth, you know, of the self. And they come out, you know, uh, with new ideas, a new way of seeing things, a new way of doing things. And not only that, this is a year of transformation for Drake right. numerically. So he may certainly be going through a transformative time right now. And he probably felt like, you know, let me put something out there to certainly show uh, a result of my transformation mm. or what I've got going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe the, the, maybe the audience, uh, you know, probably wasn't feeling it too much. I don't know. Yeah, man, they weren't feeling it too much. They felt like he didn't try uh, hard enough mm. in, in the album. Yeah, like I understand what he was trying to do. Um, initially, what he was trying to do was making an album that seemed fitting for the summer. Uh, tried to do this house party type of feel, but the, but it just sounded repetitive throughout the whole throughout the whole album, you know, um, and uh, that's what people didn't really like mm-hmm. in it in, in the album. So 
Yeah, I definitely understood where they were coming from. And where he was coming from. With I, his I mean, you know, this guy, he was trying to do something different. Like I said, you know, you transform. You're going through some things. You want to make a change, right? Want to do something different, right? Yeah. Possibly. Would you say that this is like something different from him? Um. Or no? I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean he did a he did a few house party songs, but he never did like a house party album or anything like that. So yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah, well, you know what? This is a year, especially um, under the type of year that Drake is under numerically, for you to certainly pay attention to detail, right? When right. it comes to things. So you know, hopefully he'll take the feedback and you know take it in stride and go back to the drawing board. All right for another project but um you know this is definitely a year for him to certainly do some transformative some transformation and change within himself personally right and i'm sure he probably wanted that to uh be seen in his music Mm -hmm. you know so shout out to drake shout out to shout out to drake scorpio energy all right and so um with that being said um guys this is the wraps up the first episode of evolution now all right um we want to thank all of you who have uh joined us for our first episode and have listened in um and we greatly appreciate you um just know this is just the beginning um and thank you for you know definitely hanging in there with us on tonight we will be posting up um a new podcast um, every Tuesday. Tuesday belongs to Mars, so we got to get it in while it's hot. Got to. Okay, yeah, man, got to. So every Tuesday, uh, we'll be coming at you with Evolution Now and uh, bringing you more astrology, numerology, um, social events, and more, as well as interviews, all right? So go ahead and definitely send in your comments as well as your questions so that we can also include you all into the mix as well. All right. So also, too, um, if you guys are ever interested in um, any numerology or astrology sessions, you can certainly go to www.evolutionnow.org for that. Um, We do provide astrology, uh, numerology, uh, chart sessions, as well as business sessions and metaphysical counseling. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can certainly go to, again, www.evolutionnow.org org for that just want to put that out there all right um and if you are interested in definitely being a part of the facebook group uh that uh, i have you can certainly go there i am on facebook at astro numerologist seven so facebook is at astro numerologist seven so you can certainly um find me there on wednesdays and Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, The next time that we come back, we are going to be talking about the uh, new moon in Cancer because there will be a new moon in Cancer coming up on the 28th of the month. And so we'll certainly be talking about that as well. And one other thing, last but not least, before we go, you guys can certainly get your uh, Evolution Now merch at Astro numbers merch dot creator spring dot com all, all right. right so you can certainly get your merch there so we do have merch all right we do have some merch okay um so with that being said um guys we will reconvene on tuesday next tuesday at uh, right here right here on evolution now podcast so you know what i always say you want to be ready so you don't have to get ready you want to maximize your now moment and keep moving forward in order for you to uh, ascend you must begin from within within. all right
think about that. Did you record that?